Yo, yo, what's going on, everybody? It's the Super Day with the PA Political Revolution podcast. I know I've been gone for a minute. It's been like about at least a month, I know for sure, probably a month and a half or two. But I'm back. I'm back in here with a good episode today. have a special guest over here today to give you some good information. I have another, none other than a former council member and citizen advocate, Harold Doucette. Can you go ahead and let the people know something if they don't know who you are, if they've been living under a rock? Well, no, this is Harold Doucette, former council member, and it's in reference to the increase in property tax. You know, uh, it's really a burden at this time because a lot of people are seeing an increase in the property tax of at least 40%. So the first thing that we need to make sure everyone understands is it's not the city's responsibility to set uh, property tax rates. Okay. okay, when you say property tax, you mean that the letter that everybody got in the mail a couple of days ago, right? Right. You know, uh, I w- I, we set a tax rate for the city, but when you get your property tax, it's based on the appraisal of your property. Mm-hmm. And the appraisal of your property is not done by the city. And it's not done by the county. It is done by the appraisal district. That's Jefferson County appraisal district. Okay. That is why the tax assessor made a statement to let everybody know we do not set the, the uh, appraisal value of your property. The appraisal district does it. Okay, because I was going. Yeah, because I was just about to ask you that question because that letter had something specific in there. Didn't it? I think it said talk to your council members or somebody like that. It said talk to somebody else except them. So you can yeah, go ahead and clear it up for us right quick. What does that letter state, and what are they? Who are they trying well, to transfer the burden to? Well, you know, they basically letting everybody know for two reasons. One, they want everybody to know that we didn't set this. Two. We're not the real person you should complain about the appraised value of your property. Okay? Uh, the tax rate the city set for city and all the entities and then the county. But the actual taxes you pay is based on the appraised value of your property because each one of those taxing entities will get a percentage based on whatever their tax rate is, the port, the school district, the city, the county. So they all get a portion of that tax. But the tax rate, the percentage they get, is going to be based on what your property is appraised at, whether it's a resident or a business, whatever. The Jefferson County appraisal district is the one who does the appraisal and give you the value. Okay, so, so who, for j- just for clarification, I, I, I do apologize. I'm going to kind of... No, no, no. I'm hey. going to jump in every now and then so I can kind of well, well, break it down what? for the people. Go ahead. That's what, that's what I'm here for because the questions you have are questions other people have. So anytime I'm speaking and saying anything, you know, Please, at any time, right, stop no. me and no. ask the question because maybe it needs to be clarified. 
Right, no problem. So, so just to make sure that it's straight, like the uh, who 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 actually sets the rate again? Is it the state uh, sets the rate? No, the the Jefferson County Appraisal District. Okay, they set the not the rate. They set the appraised value. Okay, the value of your property. Okay, who actually sets the rate for it? Okay. The rates are set by your taxing entities, okay? See, like the school district, if the school district decided oh. to raise their taxes, they would have to go to the citizen if they went above the uh, maximum they're allowed to do in any given year, they'd have to go to the citizen. But they established their rate. The city established this rate. You know, this every year we do a budget, right? we have to establish a tax rate. And we have public hearing on. Oh, okay. So, so for clarification again, so the 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 property tax rate is is a is a combination of different tax entities, right? Like the school the uh, the school district, the uh, city, and um, others. Yeah, every everybody got different rates that they tax your property. Okay, that's the whole thing. People have to understand. They all have a rate to tax your property. But they all use the same value for your property because that is established by the Jefferson County Appraisal District. Okay. The Jefferson County Appraisal District appraises your property. See, people have to understand there's two different things here. Right. One is the appraised value of your property, right. whether it's resident or commercial. The other, when you talk about how much we pay each one of these, now that goes to the rate, right? So that rate is applied to that appraised value, and that's how much taxes you pay each one of them. Okay, so if you ever look at your tax statement, you'll see the school district is going to be your higher taxing entity with their rate. Right. So they will multiply that rate time whatever just kind of say your property is valued at, and that's what the tax you owe them. The city, they apply their rate to that value. That's what you owe the city. The port, they apply their to that appraised value. Okay, the that's port is how much one. you pay them. So that, so that's how you end up. Now your total taxes that you're going to owe for that year is going to be the sum when they add all of this up. Right. Okay. So when you pay your taxes, then all of these different taxes in the city. They receive that revenue. So people really need to understand how they derive at the amount and who is responsible for what portion. Now, the Jefferson County Appraisal District, they do the appraising of your property. Some cities in the state of Texas, they do individual appraisal. In other words, they have somebody that appraises your property every year. Right, right. And if and if they're gonna increase it, okay, they increase your property based on what they say your property is valued at this year. The city, the county here, Jefferson County appraisal this, they use what they call cross the board. And when they say cross the board, what they basically say is if we're going to increase taxes, 
10%, that means that everybody is going to have an increase in their taxes of 10%. Okay, so well, you, if your home, so if your value uh, uh, stayed the same, uh, if it's increased or whatever, they're going to raise it 10%. Okay, when you say when you say Jefferson County, what entity are you talking about right there? Okay, when I say Jefferson County Appraisal District. Okay, you're talking about the Appraisal District. Think, okay, okay. Right. Some people may think when I say Jefferson County Appraisal District, they say, oh, well, they, they're under the county. That's the county. Okay, well, okay, I got you. So when you say Jefferson County, okay, you're talking about the Appraisal District. I just want to make sure it's clear for everybody. Right. It's the appraisal district because they are like drainage districts in the state, okay? You know, although they are located in our area, but they're not under the control of the county. You see, you got drainage district six, which operates in Beaumont, but in Port Arthur, we have drainage district seven that cover us. Right. So the appraisal district, to give you another example so you can understand it, it's like the housing authority. It says Port Arthur Housing Authority, but it handles an area that's not strictly Port Arthur. Okay, cool. See? Okay, cool, cool. I think let me let me go ahead and get a summary for you right quick. So basically, the um, the property taxes is made up of the school district taxes, the city taxes, port, and there may be some others I'm missing. Right, those are the taxes the, the, entities. The, the, Navigation district. Yeah, navigation district. The drainage district. Drainage district, okay. Yeah, we pay taxes to all of those entities. Right, so all of those entities is, is what cum- accumulates uh, is what's called the property taxes. And now there you go. the actual the actual um, um, Jefferson County appraisal district, they actually assess the value, the value of it, like you have your property or rental property, like if you if you have a home and maybe what eighty thousand, a hundred, a hundred and twenty thousand, two hundred thousand, that's who assess the value of your property. That's who established the value. Okay, and if they want to have a property tax rate increase or something, each entity they're going to have to go to the citizens and try to get a vote on it or something like that, right? Well, no. Okay. Uh, the the state has a ceiling on what a tax entity can increase right. uh, in one year, Okay, one you year. know, for a period annually. However, if you want to go above it, then it has to go to citizens for citizens to approve that rate. Okay, okay. You see? But as long as you stay within the allowable percentage, and I'm, I'm not sure what it is, that's come I won't say it, right? because it, it can vary, but as long as you don't exceed that then they can actually increase the taxes without the voters consent okay but if they exceed the amount that they said you cannot raise it higher than in the one given year then that must go to the voters for voters to approve okay okay you see in the so, guy that's oh, go ahead you're right now this that has happened this year Right. is the result of what I believe leaders and everybody okay, just, uh, okay, just making for, this. Okay, just for clarification, you're talking about the, the strange, the extremely high increases had this year, right? That that big jump. Yeah, that the big jump, it, okay. In some cases, in most cases, it's like 40% increase. Right, right, right. 
You go know, ahead, go uh, ahead and break break down for us um, um, how that happened. Well, every year the county, I mean the appraisal district, district. established the market value for our homes, so we based on what homes are selling for in the area, and that's what the state required them to do. Okay, now you can be hit with a disaster. What the appraisal district can do and does, they can have your value for your property for this particular year lower than what it was in the past because they saying your house got tore up with the hurricane, so your home is not valued what it was when it wasn't tore up. You had damage. Right. So your house is not worth what it is if it's damaged. Mm-hmm. So if they're going to tax you for that year, they feel that they should tax you with a lower tax value because your home is not as valuable as it was if it didn't have the damage. Well, what happened is our area got hit with these disasters back to back. We had uh, hobby. Uh-huh. Then we had a melder, we had larve. So we had disasters or we had uh, weather or some type of thing that created a problem with our value. So they, our right. values remained low. But when our values remain low, that means that what the state is following and saying Hey, home selling for this amount in your area, but you all is not appraising the value up to this. So what happened with the Jefferson County Appraisal District, when the state controller came down and done an audit, that's when they found out that the tax level that the Jefferson County Appraisal District was doing was lower than what it should be for the value of homes. So in other words, they're not evalu- they're not appraising homes as high as they should. Okay, so let me go ahead and get this straight. So so for the past few years, due to these storms and other um, environmental factors, we've been getting a lower we we've been taxing our homes at a lower rate than what is normally supposed to be through the uh, state from through the that, state size, right? Well, there you go. Cause see the state, right? This, how the state does it with this audit, with this audit, what the state does when they do an audit, and they do it every other year. Mm-hmm. They don't do it every year. They do right. it every other year. So when they came down and audit the Jefferson County Appraisal District. What they found was that the appraisal value that they were putting on homes in this area did not come up to what the homes are appraised for based on what they were selling for. See, so that's how the controller audited. They come out and they look in the area where homes are being sold and they see what the appraised value of these homes being sold by, right? Right. So if they're being sold for this value, then the appraisal district should have been 
appraising these homes and at, a, at that value. But what they found in their audit was that Jefferson County Appraisal District was not uh, appraising the value high enough, which created a problem. Right. Because now the state not getting their money. Okay. So the remedy for this is you have to increase your taxes. We need to get our money that we feel we're losing by increasing your taxes. You, because they can't do it. They cannot tax it. But they know what they should be getting based on this audit. Right. Okay? So, because Jefferson County Appraisal District did not have values appraised at what they thought it should have been from the results of that audit, now Jefferson County will be audited for 2021 and 2022. So, in, instead of getting an audit every two years, they're now going to be audited this year and next year. Every year right now. Okay. They're going to be audited. Well, no, they're going to be audited this year and next year. Two okay. years can take as opposed to every other year. Because they want to now ensure that the appraised value that they're giving these homes are in conjunction with what the homes are selling for in these areas. You see? Because that's the only way you can really get an appraised value from an area is to find out what the homes are selling. So okay. when they come down and do their audit, right. that's the way they conduct the audit. They okay. find out what homes been selling for. Then they look at what you taxing these homes in that area. Right, right, right. Okay. Now, now what happens, say, for instance, like the state, hey, I want my money right now. I want my money. Well, Y'all need to get the money. What's some of the no. options that the county does to get the money for the state? Okay. Well, what happened in this particular case? The, the state basically said you have not been getting the taxes that you should have based on what we think this appraisal value should have been based on what these houses been selling for. So they saying, you know, if we can't get this money from the taxes that we thought, then we take money from school. Because they fund the school, okay? Right. So, the decision is I made, how can we get the money? Well, if you can't tax more than 10% increase, but the 10% still won't put you back where you need to be based on what they're telling you, right? Right. Then you have to save money. So, what Jefferson County Appraisal District did, they used part of the law that if you have had disaster and for some reason your value were down in order to establish the correct appraisal value you can go back to what the appraisal value was prior to the disaster and do that with 10% so if people would go back to their if they have the tax document, they're going to find out. If Look at what the tax and value was for their 
property prior to Harvey, right? Right. Then look at it, what it was after Harvey. They're going to see it had dropped. It dropped. Okay. Let, so let, basically, go ahead. Okay, let me go ahead and kind of freeze right there. So so what you're saying is that, that there is a law that that the um, the um, the county uh, the county appraisal district right if it's short on taxes, it can go back to the previous year of it can go to the previous tax rate of one of those natural disasters and kind of retroactively fill it in for the last what two or four years. Look, they knew that the law said you can't raise it right more 10, than ten percent in in a year in one year. So. But also with this same law, it says that for instances where you were dealing with disasters and your value was lowered because of the disaster, because as I stated, they can't charge you. I mean, they can't appraise your home for $200,000 and a hurricane came through and tore the roof off. Right, right, right. So what they do, they can lower your taxes for that year but the next year they should have appraised it and appraise it based on what the houses in the area were selling for the way they're supposed to do so if people go back they're probably going to see where after harvey they have appraised value at a home you know they were basically lower than it was prior to harvey so this law says if disasters were occurred during this period, instead of you being restricted to just 10% of this appraised value that you got, mm-hmm. and I'm going to give an example. Right. If the appraised value of the home was $200,000 prior to Harvey, after Harvey say my home was now appraised at 180000 Right. That's $20,000 less. Right. So, we continue up here. Now, I've got to raise the taxes to bring your home value back up to what it should be based on what houses are selling for in this area. And I find out houses are selling for $25,000 more than what your house is appraised at. Mm-hmm. So, I say, if I raise this tax to 10%, it still won't bring this value up to where right. we're supposed to be. Right. So what they say, the law says, you could go back to the pre-disaster value. So you go back to that $200,000. Now you put 10% on that. That's what you could appraise it at. Okay. You think? Okay, so let me go so, stop right there. Let me, let me go ahead and give an example to kind of make sure it's clarified to me and also the people that's listening. Say, for instance, um, 2018, I don't know exactly when all the disasters happened, right? Say, for instance, okay. 2018 had a hurricane. Um, so what you're saying, the law says it can go back to uh, go back to 2017 and get a tax rate, right, and say that tax rate was a 10%, it was selling for more. So what you're saying, that can go and retroactively go to 2018 where that storm was, and instead of the low ball percentage, it can raise it up to ten percent that year, and um, also it can do the same thing if they had some storms after that. Right, they can go back 
to use the value that the homes were worth prior to that disaster. Okay. Because if people look and see that's I guess that's why everybody was so happy because they, they say the government is helping us right. after Harvey for an example. I use Harvey. Right, yeah. If yes, you yes. go back, you'll find out that because these homes were destroyed that they just lowered people's taxes for a face value on their property. They got big breaks. Okay? But the problem with that is, once you raise it back, if you're not raising it to what the value is for homes that are selling now for this year, and it's done on a yearly basis, okay? Right. Whatever they're selling for it now, then the state is losing money, and the state is going to get on you because you're not doing it right because you're supposed to be using a value based on what homes are selling for for that particular year. Right, the appraisal district. You see? So that's what happened. So in this particular case, even the 10% on what they currently have your home value at still would not bring it in line with what the houses in your area is selling for. Right. So in order to get a bigger increase than 10%, they'll go back and look at that pre-disaster value, and then they'll put 10% on that, which now is going to give them a higher value than if they just put 10% on what you got today. Okay, and this raise that we just got this year, this is for like multiple years. Am I correct on that? No, the, 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 what you see today is actually your taxes you're going to have to pay at the end of the year for right. 2021. Right, right. Because you received your notice today, then you have like, I think, June in which you have to uh, say you want to appeal it. Right, okay. right, right, absolutely. So, so this, so this tax this year, this is the increase for this year, and also right. before, right? No, well, they use the the so value like, for your home uh -huh. pre-disaster. Okay, See, because oh, okay, so so they use the pre-disaster number for just this year, right? And that's why there you go. Inflated. Okay, so it's not over several years; it's just this one no. year. but they use the no. pre the pre-storm. Okay. Okay, okay, and, so you, okay, they use the pre-storm numbers so they can make it jump over 10%, right? Because 10% wasn't going to be enough. Okay. There you go. Okay, because Now, okay. the other thing is, this is a, this is a one-time deal here. Right. Because once they bring the value up to what it should be based on what houses are selling for, right? Then it can it, it goes from there. So now it's back up here. So let's say homes are going to be selling for a higher value next year. Well, next year, that means that they can increase your taxes based on what homes are selling for in this area. But they can't go more than 10%. 10% so basically right. what you'll see in the future is, unless a disaster do what they did this time, what you're going to see is, You'll never have your taxes increase more than ten percent. So if you're paying two thousand uh, dollars for taxes, you'll never see more than two hundred dollar increase. That's ten percent. Right. You see, you'll never have it 
because the only way they can do what happened this time is when the value is low with 10% will not bring it to where it equals to what the value is based on the uh, houses that are selling right. for this year in this area. You see? So that's something. But now I talked with uh, Representative Desertel uh-huh. and he was going to a Zoom meeting. Right. So I set a time I'm going to get back with him because I think he needs to talk with other legislators to have them to pass some type of legislation to go back and look at this going back to the pre-disaster value and let them make sure that they put a cap on that. Okay. Okay. See, it has to be legislation because right now the legislation allow them to go back to that well if they go back to that value they need to put something in place and that value cannot be more than okay okay you see right 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 okay okay gotcha. so, so let me go ahead let me go ahead and just just jump back one more time to make sure I get it, everything straight so what happened this year right since we had the storms and everything and um, uh, say for instance my home is valued at $50,000 right Fifty thousand dollars, the ten percent of that, whether it's five thousand, whatever, yeah, whatever, something like that, five thousand, whatever, and uh, that's not going to bring the 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 county up to what it should have been paid, right? Should no, no, no. So not the county. What what yeah, that won't do is the, the that won't bring your value right. up to what houses comparable to yours. Oh right, right. For. So like if before that, if so so before the hurricane, the storm, right or whatever. My house was worth a hundred thousand dollars. They went back and used that value, then assessed the ten percent on that. Is that correct? There you go. Okay. There you go. Okay. So where there now after the storm, my house was worth fifty thousand dollars, but before it, it was worth a hundred thousand dollars. So they used that um, tax um, um, value to ten percent that up, and that's where they get the extra money from because what, what, it was worth more. Yeah. yeah. See, because what happens is every year, just the county sends out uh, the notices on what your taxes is going to be. So if anyone wants to contest it, they have time to contest it before right. they send out the tax notice. Okay. Yes, sir. And and this has to be done yearly because home value is not going to be the same every year. Either your property value will increase or your property value is going to decrease, right. depending on the market. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, the market drives that appraisal right. see that market now one disadvantage I feel that we have here in our appraisal district is that you know we got uh, what they call across the board right, right. Uh, value it's appraisal and uh, across the board simply means that if they going to increase property taxes, they're not going to go and take a look at your home and see if your home and value change. Okay. Okay? If they decide that, you know, we need to increase the value so that we could stay within what the market is and what's going on, they do it across the board. So, let's say your house 
during this year, you know, you had problems where your roof caved in. Well, your house is not valued what it was a phase the year before because it was everything was working, everything right, was yeah. good. But if they do a increase in taxes, then you're gonna get the same percentage even though your roof is caved in. Yeah, yeah. You see, right, right. I got you. Now, that's that's the disadvantage of being in a a appraisal district that used across the board appraisal and increase. But at the same token, citizens have to really understand their rights with this. Right. One, a citizen needs to understand that if for some reason something is wrong with your home and your home is not what they have on the record, right, then you need to appeal it so that they'll come out there and take pictures of the house current, you know, and make sure that what they have is actually what it is, you see. And at the same token, when citizens challenge their taxes, they got to be, they they have to have the knowledge that they're going to come out and check it again now individually because you are appealing it. So they got to now go make sure. So if you did any renovations, right? Right. And they don't have it, you may end up getting more taxes than what they gave you because now they went out there and saw you did some work that they didn't have included in your value. Okay, okay. So it's a double-edged sword where you got to be careful. The other thing that citizens need to understand is if they appeal to the Jefferson County Appraisal District and they do not approve their appeal, if they deny it, the citizens have a right to get an attorney and sue the appraisal district. Okay. They can sue the appraisal. But here's the problem. Right. You may be looking at maybe uh, five, six hundred dollar difference in taxes that you're appealing, but your attorney may charge you twenty five hundred dollars. Absolutely. To handle the case. Mm-hmm. So that's why a lot of people do not sue because it ain't worth it in some cases. Right, not cost effective. But but that's why the industries appeal them almost every year. An industry appeals their appraised out because they have high power lawyers on their staff that works for them. So they just use their own lawyers to handle the case and they're talking millions of dollars. Right. So that's why they appeal they got nothing to lose but a whole lot to gain. Right. So let me go ahead and stop on that point. So so for the actual citizen, the property is undervalued, but according to the refinery, their property is overvalued, right? Right. And and, and I think, David, the, the thing that's happened is that they don't agree with the what the uh, Faisal District is saying is worth based on what they think how it should be uh, appraised. Well, we don't either. We don't agree with what they're telling us because 
I've had instances at one time uh, in 2006, I was living in another home I had built when I first retired. Mm-hmm. I appealed it because the face value they had, I couldn't sell the house for. Right, right. I went before them and I told them, I said, if you could sell it for this, I'll sell it today. <laughs> but they listened to me. Then they let that appraisal talk. And after that finished, it was like I talked on deaf ears. Right, right. And I just walked out because I understand obtaining a lawyer and fighting a battle. You know, it'd be one, if I got the money, I could do it for the principal of it. Yeah, right. But if I could take the money that I go pay a lawyer, I could pay the additional taxes and still save money. Then I say, I'm not going to mess with it. Right. So it's really people just have to understand that what's happening to us this particular year is, is not something that routinely happens. And it will not be like a snowball, you know, uh, whereby next year your taxes are going to jump so significantly higher. You see, because right now, I would venture to say if a person is paying a mortgage on a home where they are required to pay uh, insurance and stuff out of their escrow, I would venture to say that the average, the average increase in monthly mortgage is going to be probably $100, the average. Some people are going to see an increase of two, $300. Mm. Okay, right. Uh, because if you pay six thousand dollars, if you pay six thousand dollars worth of taxes uh, last year, then you could bet this year it's going to be eighty-two. Right. Just like I said, it's based on the actual increase, and the way you can find out what it's going to be for you is. You look at what they're giving you, your appraised value now, and go back to your appraised value prior to Harvey, mm-hmm. and then look at every year between Harvey and now. You're going to find out that, that your appraised value was lower than what it is. Right. Uh, it was going to be lower than what it was prior to Harvey. Right. Now, also, so, is it? Now, also, is it? So, a... you know, it. It, it, it's good for us when we got got a break. Yeah, but you got to pay it up now. Because there you go. So so now it's it, it's catch up time. Yeah, right. right. See, but I I believe that we as leaders we have to sometimes understand what is required, and I truly believe that the Jefferson County Appraisal District responsibility was to ensure that those appraisal values they were given was one that will be acceptable to the state and follow their guidelines. And that is issuing those values based on what homes are selling for. That's why you have they have to give you appraisal every year. Right. And, and so is it safe to say that that the appraisal district is kind of caught in between a rock and a hard place because on one end they're trying to give people a break after the storm well, yeah, after the storm, but then again, on the other side, we have to pay it up, and it's you know falling short of the well, state. 
I believe that uh, they didn't give us the break. It's just that they realized they can't give us a high value if our home's not worth it because right, of the okay. condition they in. But as soon as they get past that, they should be following up on if your home was renovated and you back uh, whole, if you've been made whole, then your house now is worth what the Before. homes are selling for in that area. Right, right, okay. You can't, I can't leave it low. Yeah, I have yeah. to know what they're selling for in that area. Right. That's why uh, your taxes are always done. But I never understood, you know, uh, why is it that there's always an increase? It's never a decrease, decrease in value because, you know, when the housing market is bad, right. you know, yeah. being like our appraised value Should go down. would be would be low because, you know, you're saying, hey, nobody buying a home, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, so nobody buying, nobody selling. So, you know, it's one of those type things. Like right. right now, you know, uh, it's the seller's market because there are not enough homes for the number of people wanting homes Won't right know. now. Okay. Yeah, right. Okay, right, so right. it's actually a seller's market. Right. So if it's a seller's market, that tells you that the appraised value of your property is going to be high. Yeah. A year where it's a seller market, your appraised value is going to be high because houses are selling for a higher market, value. Right, right. Higher value. But now if it's a buyer's market, then your appraised value should be decreasing because homes should be selling for less. And also the interest rates on the banks and loans would be a lot lower to try to stimulate their growth, right? Well, that's what... That has a lot to do with your uh, buyers and sellers because yeah. we know that when the interest rates are low, a lot of people are buy right. and build. You yeah. know, yeah, uh, when the rates are low, so that that's one factor that we can always rest assured will drive the uh, housing market. It's right. one factor, mm-hmm. you know. But you know, this is something that uh, it it shouldn't be that big of a jump in one given year, right. and I. I think the problem has to be at the state level. Just like they said, you can't raise it more than 10% in any given year. I think that they should also set it by, if you have to go back to a pre-disaster period, you still can't get more than 15%. Right, 50, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. But right now, in some cases, that's like 40%. Right, yeah, because yeah, of the see? damage. Right, I got you. So that's why I uh, called Representative Desitel because I want him to talk with other legislators to get them to understand this is a situation that happened, but you all need to institute something <clears throat> that will not allow this to jump this much because at the end of the day, if the appraisal district would have been keeping the appraised value with what the homes were selling, when the controller came and done their audit, when they would have seen what houses were selling for, and they would have seen what the appraisal district was appraising them at, they'd have passed it, we wouldn't have had a problem. Right, yeah. We would not have a problem. So they could have actually just taxed 10% of what they had last year. But because they didn't, 
they got now because they didn't pass the controller's audit. They're going to be audited now in 2021 and in 2022. They're going to be audited each year as opposed to every other year. Okay. So my thing to the representatives is why do we have to pay for them? Right. There you go. <laughs> okay. So I know things happen, but if they made that mistake, you need to limit how much they can raise this. Right, absolutely, absolutely, and and also if did, that if that pre disaster amount and where you want to raise it is more than twenty percent or fifteen percent, you can't do it. I would say fifteen percent. If they can't yeah. do it annually, no more than ten. Then if you're gonna let them go back to a pre disaster, right. then they shouldn't go no no higher than fifteen, right? Because you should protect citizens. We should not pay for government mistakes. You okay. should not allow them to catch up on our back. Okay. Do you do you also, uh, for all the people that's listening, would you advise them to call Representative Joe Desitel and kind of uh, repeat the same sentiment? Well, to tell you the truth, I don't think it's uh, that important because, you know, once uh, – I tell him, you know, and, and like I said, initially in the conversation when he seen where I was going, right. he told me we he'd like to talk with me because uh, he, he wholeheartedly agreed. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. So it's just a matter of him talking to other legislators to let them understand. Right. You know, let's go back and take a look at what we said. You know, when we yeah. said go back to your pre-disaster, you know, we figured maybe they'd be a little bit below or something and the increase won't be 10, it may be 12, 14, 15%. But in this particular case, some people getting 40, 30, 40%. Okay, yeah. So they're going to have to go back to where they say go back to pre disaster. They got to put a cap on that. Right. Because if they don't put a cap on that, if this happens again in the future, they will be able to hit you up. 30, 40 percent like they did this time. But the law is not designed for it to be that high because if if they thought it wasn't, uh, if they thought it was acceptable, they wouldn't have put the 10 percent cap. They'd have let them put what they wanted. wanted So when they put a 10 percent cap, they meant for no citizens to be subjected to more than a 10 percent increase in any year. But with this disaster and all this stuff and back to back, we're finding out that, hey, you got to cap this other part too now. If you don't cap this other part, you're going to kill us. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Now, just think, whatever it goes up to this year, right, is supposed to be putting it back in line. Well, if they decided that they need to increase tax next year, they can add 10% on this what it is now. What it is right now. So this is like the new standard this year. Okay, I got you. Wow. Yeah. See, so it's not like every time we had a raise, it was always 10%. Because you figure if they did 10% every year, for some people, that's four years that they would have went before they had to reach this amount that they're paying now. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
You know, understanding that the appraisal district is the agency that sets these appraisal value of your property for which you are taxed by these other entities on that value and understanding that the state said no more than 10% increase in any year. And if you had disaster, then we will allow you to go back to your pre-disaster uh, uh, value. Well, in this particular case, in some cases, 30 and 40% increase in one year? That's not the intent of the legislature. I mean, the legislation. Therefore, we need to get our legislators aware that this is what happened. And if you don't fix this, this may occur again. Absolutely. And why should citizens have to have this big increase in one year because the appraisal district did not say more on top of what housing was selling for to ensure that these value were in line that they had. Yeah. And I'm not I'm not saying that the appraisal district gets toe up and ate up. What I'm saying is right. this mistake, this failure of that audit is gonna hurt a lot of homeowners and business people in this Right, yeah, because it puts the burden on the citizens. Yeah, it's going to result into that. And you can also take a look at some areas. You know, they got some areas where their appraisal wasn't that much lower than what the homes were selling for. So those people, if they go back, they're not going to get a big tax increase. Yeah. You know, some people talk about they get like 7%. Yeah, because theirs was Mine went up 10%. Man, they got people I know went up forty percent. You oh, yeah, see? Yeah, absolutely. If you say if it's like if the roof caved in or something, they had to redo the whole roof. Oh it man, actually, it actually drops the property value way down really low, and then you know, then going back to that original assessment or that original well, value, it, yeah, it could sky you know, the heck it, out of it. I guess in larger cities, you know, and a lot of people think we really a little city but when you get 50,000 people then a lot of times it's just not feasible for people to do individual appraisal like every year somebody go and look at your house right. and appraise it and then look at what they're selling for in that area and then they say okay this is what your house is worth to based on these other homes in that area well, you can't do that with a city our size because it takes a lot of people and personnel. And then you, about something people are only going to do for a certain period of time in a year. And then what they're going to do for the next, for the rest of the year, yeah. you know. So we we adopt that. But there are some smaller cities where they actually do individual appraisal of property, where they actually go out and look at your property every year. Right. And then they tell you what it's worth. But those are, you know, your seven, eight, maybe ten thousand population, you know. Uh-huh. But uh, when you get to outside, it's pretty hard because that appraisal district is not only responsible for the audit, but you know they got Omar also. So right, you're talking right. about over three hundred, two hundred fifty thousand people. Yeah, that's a lot, and then a lot of homes, a lot of businesses, because they got to 
they got to do it for all of them, you know? Right, right, And right. they have to do it in the time frame so that they can give you a notice on what they feel your property tax is going to be this year. So they got to give you a chance to appeal it and then go through the appeal process for those who do, then send out your final notice, right. you know? And that final notice is actually what you have to pay. And then that has to be paid by the end of the year. It's understanding the process, understanding that this is unfortunate, and it's 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 definitely a burden. But uh, it has nothing to do with the county, the commissioner's court. Neither does it have anything to do with city leaders or city. This is strictly something that was happening at the level of the appraisal district and the state of Texas. And the state of Texas came down and audited them, and they went out and. Uh, Look at what homes are selling for, and out in certain areas. Then they look at what they got homes are paid for in that area. They found that, you know, what they selling for, and what you have them paid for, is not the same. What you got them paid for is less than what they selling for. You're not getting the taxes. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. We want our tax. We want our money. Oh, uh, hey, that's hey, that's when. Everybody's okay with what you do. We don't have a problem with what you do. We don't give price. Hey, we don't care what you do. But when we find out we losing money, yeah. guess what? Nah, it's a problem. All of a sudden, it changes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. I think you gave a, a really good breakdown of that. And I think a lot of people would, um, yeah, I think a lot of people understand after listening to this and, uh, Hey, you want to, you know, give it like a closing statement or something on that? Because, yeah, I think you broke it down real nice. Yeah. I'd just like to say that uh, it's something that's very unfortunate. Uh, after you understand all of the parts involved, uh, I'm definitely going to continue pursuing this with uh, our representatives. And if I have to go to Austin as a citizen, you know, I'm going to do that because I'm, you know, I preach. I practice what I preach when I was on council. You know, absolutely. if people don't know, just go and let them know. Yeah, yeah, you know, absolutely. But absolutely. They have to understand what has happened, and not that you can do anything about this, but you have to be able to ensure that we fix it so that it doesn't happen again. Right. And that's going to be my purpose from here, from where I stand. I'm just going to. Uh, get with the representative and I'm going to do everything I can at the state level, but let them take a look at y'all need to cap the backside of this too. When you tell them they could go back, you let them go back, but you have to tell them they can't increase it for so much. That's what needs to be done in order for this to be fixed. Cause if they don't, it can occur again. Yeah. It can occur again. Yeah. That's all. I sure do appreciate your, your, your um, advocacy for citizens and keep on, you know, fighting the fight during and after council. And uh, please keep us updated with, uh, with your fighting on this topic so we can keep the citizens updated. And uh, Well, i tell you what. Uh, after I talked with uh, the representative yes, sir. And, and get something back, I'll give you a shout. Then we can pass it on. Oh, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can do a follow-up on... Uh, what the what the uh, legislature is looking at, and they think, because I know uh, it's something that they're going to have to consider, because you know you're giving somebody something to do, but you're not putting the cap on it, and in this case, it's forty percent on some people. So. Right. 
That's not the intent of legislation. And legislators don't intend that, but unless they understand what's happening, uh, and they need to take action to stop it from happening again. Most of the time, they, they'll take the necessary action. So I'll see where it go, but I'll be glad to uh, let you know, and uh, you could set it up, and I'll come and pass results, or you could pass them. But right, we'll right. get we'll give them some follow up on this. Yeah, yeah, I'll probably get you to come back again because you know a lot of people want to know the ends and outs, the you know the process you going down there and what happened. So they'll probably want to know some of the backstory of it. Uh, yeah, and again, I appreciate you for coming on the show, coming on the podcast uh, for my request. After talking to you the other day, I said, hey, I got to get you on the podcast and put this information out to the people. Glad you obliged us. And uh, again, I want to thank you for everything you're doing the city for the uh, city. And also thank the listeners for listening and um, another story, another episode down the hatch. Everybody take it easy. Peace.